we sell out our inheritance for what will satiate us just, just for a moment. Hi, I'm Colin and welcome to The Tightrope, the podcast where we look for some clarity and insight in the midst of the life that's right in front of us. I doubt that any short podcast is going to give you that to last for a lifetime. I just hope that we can help you to take a step forward. Delayed gratification. It's really important. It's one of the greatest markers of happiness, and it's really difficult to uh, delay our gratification, especially the way that our culture is wired. Um, I think about Jacob and Esau a lot, and I've noticed that every time I'm in front of a, an audience, especially of teens, I find myself retelling the story from the book of Genesis of Jacob and Esau. Um, guessing you're familiar, but we'll just kind of quickly recap. So you remember that Jacob and Esau were twins and that Esau was born first. Jacob was born after grabbing at his heel. And Jacob basically means grabber or usurper. And that uh, later on in, in life, let's say in, in their late teens, early 20s, something like that, um, Esau is the hairy one. He's kind of, uh, I don't know, maybe shops at L.L. Bean. He's He's into, uh, he's just a rugged guy, right? And we'll say that Jacob is smooth. And so maybe we picture Jacob wearing a little more Banana Republic. Um, he's watching the Food Network, hanging out in the kitchen. Anyway, one day Esau goes out hunting and comes back and he's just, he's skunked. He doesn't, doesn't catch anything. Um, he hasn't had a successful hunting trip and he's famished. And Jacob is in the kitchen and he's cooking up some, some red soup. And as Jacob is cooking up this red soup, it consumes Esau because he's so famished that he makes this epically terrible deal. He says to Jacob, I'll give you anything if you just give me some of that red stuff. And afterwards, he becomes known as Edom, which just means red stuff as if to taunt him forever about this terrible deal. And so Jacob says, yeah, I'll give you some of the red stuff if you give me your inheritance, if you give me your birthright. And Esau makes that deal. It's a terrible deal. I'll say to teens that it's akin to coming home from whatever sport you're into, whatever practice, and you're starving, you're famished. Your sibling is in the kitchen cooking a Pop-Tart and you trade the Pop-Tart for your car. It's just a terrible deal. Um, but in a sense, we could say that we make that deal over and over again, that a lot of our sinful habits are related to this same phenomenon, that if we can't delay our gratification, we end up making these terrible deals, that our gut sort of consumes us with, with a hunger, with a desire for, for something, whether it's a desire for food or whether it is a, more of a, a lustful desire, but really the sins of the flesh are all akin to this sort of Esau phenomenon that we sell out our inheritance for what will satiate us just, just for a moment. And I was talking last week about the reality of fasting and one of the benefits of it. And I just want to expand on that a little bit more that if we can fast, then we can learn to to delay gratification. We can learn to sort of tame the feeling of our gut. I mentioned that one of the benefits of fasting is to reorder our intellect, our will, and our passions so that I can know what is good. I can choose it even if I'm in rebellion in, in my gut. The word for this is, is continence. Continence is to be able to, to hold back and to restrain a desire or an urge for the sake of what I know to, to be good. And uh, that's really what I wanted to talk about for this week because I'm, I'm working on it. I've noticed also that along with my Wednesday and Friday things that St. Therese of Lisieux is really helpful in defeating our, our inner Esau. Um, her little way is about identifying in the moment little things that we can do, small sacrifices that help us to... Um, 
to train and, and tame our passions. Maybe the higher aim of this, of course, is solidarity with Christ and the, the deeper benefits of fasting. But on this real practical level, if we can do things like Therese used to do, like keep our back off of the chair at dinner for, you know, intentionally just to sort of delay the gratification of that comfort, or if we can, I don't know, go in the grocery store and and not buy the thing that that we want to eat right now. <laughs> Little things like that can help us never, not so much to end up like Esau, not to make those bad deals and to be able to, um, to pursue our inheritance, which is, which is heaven. So that's my thought. And I hope that we can defeat our inner Esau and not make really, really bad deals because we're so consumed by the hunger of our gut, because we're so consumed by our passion. So this week, know what's good and choose it. And if you contain your passions, eventually they'll, they'll fall in line. For Ascension, I'm Colin McIver reminding you to take a step forward. 